All right, so uh, J- Justin, let's let's get started with the NFL podcast. So, and something weird happened, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, so let's uh, get started. So, welcome everybody to the uh, NFL podcast with my NF with the newest member of my podcast team, my one of my newest NFL insiders, and Justin Martis from the uh, One Mic for All podcast. It will now be a part of my podcast team every week to talk about NFL-related news and topics. So today on our NFL segment, for our first one that Justin and I are going to talk about, and first of many, is we're going to do a recap of Super Bowl 53 and the offseason needs for the AFC East teams, the NFC North teams, and the NFC West teams, along with the first version of our 2019 NFL mock draft. So first off, Justin, tell me what your overall thoughts were about Super Bowl 53. Uh, I just think that both teams, they, they really couldn't get anything going. I think it was pretty brutal to watch, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if it was a lot of just miscommunication issues. I think I saw that a lot on, on the Rams. The I think the, the interception, the huge interception, was just a big miscommunication issue more than just the, the – the, I mean, give credit to Defender for being in the right position at the right time. Great move. But I feel like it was a lot of just miscommunication, especially on the Rams' part. For And the Patriots finally got it together, I think, a little bit too late in the game. But uh, overall, I think it, it was – I don't know if it was a defensive battle or just a lot of uh, missed, uh, missed opportunities and just kind of crazy play calling. But, uh, yeah, I definitely think a huge miscommunication issue happened in, in that Super Bowl for, for it to not pick up until the last few you know minutes of the fourth. Yeah, I I wanted more offense in this game, but I was really impressed with how def- how these defenses played in Super Bowl Fifty Three in both my teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was it was great defensively uh, for a lot of a lot of great uh, defensive moves, a lot of good positioning there, especially in, of course on the, on the Patriots end, which led to a uh, you know, I said a huge interception. But yeah, I definitely would love to see a lot more back and forth uh, kind of offensive things going on there but I, I wasn't impressed defensively for what they were able to do uh especially the Rams it's it's crazy hard if you can hold uh you know Tom Brady to especially that amount of low points especially in a game like this and uh it, it's crazy that that they were able to hold him for that long and for nothing to happen until you know the very end of the fourth uh it was it was a very good job defensively Oh, absolutely. You're spot on right on that. So now we had talked about a brief recap of Super Bowl 53. Let's start off with our 2019 offseason needs. First, let's start off. We'll do teams one by one by one in each division. So first off, let's start off in the AFC East. And let's talk about the New England Patriots and talk about what they need this offseason. For me, my top need for the Patriots this offseason is a tight end and and edge rushing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That's also my first. I think uh, tight end is is especially a, a big issue for them. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, you know the, the injury problems with Gronk. I think he probably has one more season left in him before he hangs it up. But I think tight end is definitely something they they should be looking at just to uh just to have someone there in case Gronk does go down again. Um, I think they don't need to go so crazy and and try to pick the next you know Gronkowski, which is is definitely not going to happen in in the quick turn of a year like that but I think uh yeah tight end is definitely a position they should look for I feel like they should probably just for for now probably a solid like person you can pick up in in free agency just just to be there in case for a a a nice little short-term backup for Gronk and then work as the years go on but definitely I believe tight end is is also what I have is a big uh thing they should be looking forward to for uh, 2019 
Yeah, for sure, for the Patriots. And let's talk about a player that I do think is going to stay in the Patriots for sure. I think Trey Flowers is going to stay for sure, along with Stephen Gostowski and Ryan Allen. Yeah, I definitely have a Trey Flowers as a person. They, they should definitely be be trying to uh, keep there. Um, I, I don't know if it's uh, something they're looking for a tag maybe, but I definitely think uh, he could be staying. And, and I really feel like he should be staying. I think he's good for the Patriots. Um, like I said, I don't know if you if you tag him right away or try to try offer him something to keep him there, but I definitely think Trey Flowers is someone that uh, could be good for the Patriots if he stays. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there was a there was a there was a report that uh, that Stephen Gostowski is most likely the guy that they're going to franchise tag. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's a good left. I definitely uh, kind of agree with that move too. Definitely for tag uh, tagging either one of them, I think is very good. But uh, like I said, I I think Trey Flowers is is probably definitely a, a person that uh you you tag or at least uh, try you know pretty pretty hard to keep there. I say the Patriots are going to keep Trey Flowers on a long-term contract for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, I definitely see that too. They great, be a good thing. I also see this offseason for the Patriots. I see them extending Brady, extending Edelman, and extending McCarty. Yeah, I also have them too. I think it's definitely big moves. Like I said, Edelman's a definitely a playmaker for for them. Definitely someone there that should be kept. Uh, Definitely, you know, uh, Brady, like I said, Brady, has, I see a couple, see a couple more years, especially if they keep that uh, line the way it is. Make sure he, he's not getting uh, any more big, any big hits like he usually is. Uh, yeah, as long as they keep the protection going, Brady can definitely play until till 45. Expect Tom Brady to play until 45. You are right about that. So uh, I'm going to tell you who my breakout player for the Patriots in 2019 is on offense. It's Sony Michelle and Isaiah Wynn. And on defense, Joan Bentley. I, I definitely have Juwan Bentley as a as a breakout. I've definitely kept my eyes on him. I feel like there's there's a few other people that can uh that can break out. Um, uh, not that I can come off with the top of my head right now, but I feel like yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a big offensive year for them. I think there'll be a lot more players uh coming up, especially with a lot more people. They're gonna they're gonna want to look at Edelman every game. So I feel like uh if Brady can find you know I think someone will come up and Brady be able to spread the ball more. So I definitely think it's going to be a good uh, offensive year personally for them. I think their both biggest breakouts probably come offensively. Yeah, I expect the breakout players for the Patriots to be both on offense and and on defense too when the 2019 season kicks off for the Patriots. Definitely, definitely. Now let's go on to the NFC North and let's talk about your Vikings and what your outlook looks like for the offseason. So um, when I look at their free agent list, I see them keeping Anthony Barr. Do you see the Minnesota Vikings giving him that franchise tag or extending them to a long-term deal? I don't see the Vikings letting him go. I, I don't either. I think Anthony Barr is definitely a huge player for them. Uh, franchise tag, I, I probably can see that. I definitely think extension is definitely happening. I think Anthony Barr is a, this person we really need to keep there. Uh, he's, he's, he's great at pressure, and that's what I think that's really what they need. They need to have a lot of pressure coming on defense. I think Anthony Barr is really the creator of that. So I definitely see an, an extension uh, franchise tag if it, if it comes to that because definitely they don't want to let him let him walk. That would be crazy. But, yeah, I definitely see an extension. I don't see them getting rid of uh, Anthony Barr. Um, as far as – yeah, that, that's definitely expecting to keep him. Uh, as far as what I think their their needs are, I definitely think they need to, to really buff up that offensive line. I think yep. – uh, for yeah. Yeah, to uh, have more time for Kirk Cousins to throw the deep ball, although uh, – Kirk Cousins is a guy that is only known to throw those short passes. 
I think so. Yeah. Of course, he's known for the short passes, but I think if he has a lot more time, there are there are a lot of options out there for him. He has the duo of Thielen and Diggs. He's got Rudolph, who has big plays, especially in, in conversions. And I think he's a great uh, open target, open field target. So we need time to, to reach him. Of course, the duo of Thielen and Diggs are especially great if you can reach them going deep, deep balls. So a lot of time for him to throw that. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of options for him to spread the ball, and I think a lot of it is is deep. So if we can get an offensive line and give him give him some time, it, it, I think it's going to create some uh, really manageable things out there. Yeah, and I also think with the Vikings, I think they're going to keep Dan Bailey their kicker. They need to keep their, they need to keep their kicker, and I think they're going to keep their punter in uh, Matt Weil. I think yeah, definitely Dan Bailey was was a good move. Uh, definitely, they definitely need a kicker out there. Uh, they don't want to have uh, in case they have to come to it another uh, Blair Wall situation. So uh, definitely Dan Bailey has come through for them. He's a great kicker to have out there. Uh, yeah, punting a lot of special teams. So they can go out to keep special teams on both sides. I think that their returners have been have been really great. Uh, Cheryl's I think is uh, really good for them in returning. So I think on both sides, uh, special teams is someone they they have to try to keep uh, their weapons out there. So expect the Vikings to also keep Marcus Charles, too, as a special teamer. And with that being said, for the Vikings coaching staff, you added Gary Kubiak as an offensive advisor. Will this help Kirk Cousins out with his development? I think uh, Kubiak, yeah. I think I think he's definitely uh, he's definitely probably a good ear to have for Cousins. I feel like he's done uh, some pretty great things in, in Denver. Uh, didn't end very well, I think, but I think he's definitely someone that's uh, going to be really good for, for Cousins. I think he works well with people that have – come in uh, Cousins kind of where Cousins come from and the kind of system that he's been through. I think the kind of system that Zimmer is, is trying to create, I think it's good to have someone like Kubiak there who's, who's more of just like trying to keep the quarterback in pocket and, and developing a good line around him. I think that's, like I said, the big issue there is just giving him time, getting him a line to keep him in the, in the pocket and making good throws and good decisions. I think Kubiak is definitely great for coaching staff. Um, obviously, a lot, a lot of stuff falls on Zimmer. He's getting a lot of uh, bad throwing out there, but I think he's he's done pretty good with the the talent that he's been given. So I, I definitely think expect them to to really go in for that coaching staff and giving uh, people Zimmer around there to to keep them and take a little pressure off of them. Yeah, I think Mike Zimmer is a good defensive mind, but the question that's surrounding Vikings Nation and Vikings fans around is: Do you is Mike Zimmer and GM Rick Spielman on the hot seat? Uh, I, I definitely think Zimmer is on on the hot seat. I think he's that's why I'm saying they they they've really and uh, Spellman too is really got to get some things for him on the coaching staff just to get a lot of that pressure off. And uh, I think that's definitely going to start with um like I said just getting Cousins comfortable, getting good behind the line, which I think is a big issue for Vikings Nation is that everyone's just upset that we haven't gotten that quarterback. And I think Cousins he he might not be the you know the biggest franchise light or the answer. But I think he's definitely going to be someone that's going to work well and get them in great positions. But they, they've got to get him time. Absolutely. So, but what you're saying is that if the Vikings don't make the playoffs this year, is do you see Mike Zimmer and Rick and Rick Spielman being fired? Uh, I think if they, yeah, I think if they don't make the postseason, especially with this big thing that they've gone to get Cousins, especially for all that money they got to get Cousins, I think there, there's definitely probably going to be a, a lot of look at management to do something, especially for. Spillman and making that move and, and Zimmer for having these, you know, two, if it's going to be two back-to-back years of disappointments, I really think this this might be the big season. This is going to be the make or break for a lot of people in that organization. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I 
don't I just don't think Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat. He's taken you guys to the playoffs this one year with you had Case Keenum, you had the Minneapolis Miracle. But I do think this is a season that I think Ziggy Wolf, the own, your owner, is very strict on. He might not lo- – he's probably going to lose patience with Mike Zimmer. I think he definitely will. I think uh, there's there's a lot of upper management that's probably in trouble for, for this, especially if you're, like I said, going to make that big move and give Cousins all this money. The fans are, are not going to be happy that they haven't uh, seen, uh, you know, any results, especially if they're coming off a year where they were – you know, right there in the NFC championship and they go to a year where they're had to fight for a playoff spot and then miss it. Uh, they're, you know, with a play exactly like the Minneapolis miracle, nothing comes out of that. And then the next year they don't even make the playoffs. This is, this is really uh big for the Vikings. I think this upcoming season, really this big. Crucial year. It's playoff or bust for the Minnesota Vikings. But I do, but this Vikings team is so talented on all phases of the game. When you look at the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they definitely do. I think they definitely have, uh you know, their big defense. The defense is what's uh, really put them in the light so far in, in seasons and made them uh, a team to watch. And, you know, yeah, the little shining through things they've had in offense, I think they definitely make a, a dangerous team if they get everything in the right thing spinning. They're, they're definitely probably a, a top two, maybe fighting for that, that third spot there in the NFC North. I think so. So uh, with that being said, when we talked about the Minnesota Vikings and all that, um, let's talk about our breakout player for the Minnesota Vikings offense, defense. On offense, it's a guy that missed one year of a torn ACL. And then uh, he he kind of came back pretty strong, but he's going to get into a groove. That's Dalvin Cook. And on defense, he's a guy that I've always liked, but a guy that I think is going to get better. And that's uh, Mackenzie Alexander. Uh, that Those are great picks. Great, great players. I feel like for uh, – I feel like offensively, um, yeah, you, you, hit, you hit it there. Um, I think for, for my breakout player, uh, offensively, I, I think that was a uh, – that was a pretty good choice. I don't know who to really have as a big breakout star for offense. I think there's going to be a lot of spreading the ball, a lot of fair plays. But Dalvin Cook is definitely, I think, someone they're going to use, especially to take pressure off of uh, Cousins and have their offense going. And I think he really uh, has a lot of breakout things for offense. When they're in trouble, he breaks out. He gets them good yardage. He puts them in good positions. Uh, as far as defense goes, I think that for breaking out for defense, I think it's Trey Ways. I think he's been coming up huge. I think he's whenever uh, Xavier Rhodes has gone through, he's been able to do a decent thing in, in holding down those big uh, receivers, those big name receivers they have to tackle. But I think this is the year where Trey Ways definitely starts uh, getting more recognition for what he's doing back there. I think he's picking up the game really well and learning from people they've seen uh, like Rhodes out there doing his thing. So I think Trey Ways is definitely going to be someone to watch on our defense in that backfield this uh, upcoming season. Yeah, absolutely, for sure, when it comes to the Vikings and their defense. And uh, when it comes to mock drafts for the Patriots and the uh, Vikings, um, for me, I have the Patriots drafting Noah Fant from Iowa, the tight end with the 32nd pick in the 2019 NFL draft. And for your Minnesota Vikings, I have them drafting Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle from Houston, so that he could compliment Everson Griffin and, uh, and all that. And Lonval Joseph. That's a great pick. I definitely definitely do that. I definitely see yeah, Everson Griffin, I think, might also be a, a person to watch on defense breaking back. He's come back from his uh, little problems he's had in, you know, in a little part of the season. But I think Everson Griffin definitely has a way to break out this year and have another uh, great year. I think, yeah, I think they definitely have to draft uh, – you know, keep building up that defense, but uh, definitely uh, get someone offensive tackle there for their for their draft. For the Patriots, uh, 
I think they thought they, they like you said it. They focused. They need to focus on the uh, outside rushing. I think that having someone there for the offensive line uh, is going to be big for them to look for that in in the draft. I think expect to pick a, a big name uh, offensive person out there. And I, I I projected it to be Noah Fant from Iowa. I, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely uh, offensive rushing for for them. Someone to pick up and and boost that line. It's going to be big. It's going to be yeah, a big draft. Yeah, that's a tight end that could receive, that could catch, and that could take pressure off of Brady and a, and a Gronk. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, tight end for that. Um, I feel I feel like uh, like I said, drafting uh, going for a tight end in the draft. There's there's pretty that good out there, but I think uh, probably free agency is a is a little bit uh, I would say safer, but also there there are some solid tight ends out there that might do something. Uh, it's a little bold. <laughs> But I, I have my eye on uh, free agent coming up. I think I think Logan Thomas is, is probably a, a solid tight end. Definitely not probably a, a face or a big answer like Gronk, but I think he's solid enough that will put up some good numbers, get them out of positions, take a little pressure off Gronk, take a little pressure off Brady when they need to spread the ball in these in these conversion situations, which is really what I think uh, Gronk is is really good for. And I think someone solid, like probably someone in Logan Thomas range or get a nice young guy out the draft, like you said, but I think those are definitely some options they might want to want to consider for uh, this 2019 season. And the reason why I have your Vikings taking uh, Ed Oliver in the draft is because I don't think you guys are going to keep uh, Sheldon Richardson. And no, I, I don't think Sheldon Richardson. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it, that was a uh, long time pick or just something short. But I definitely think yeah, this draft, like you said, that's a great pick. I think coming out of the draft to probably be a, just a solid, a uh, good person to work with and replace. Uh, but I definitely think probably more work with Sheldon Richardson will be done, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. That's a that's a tough uh, pick to see what they'll do in that in that range. Absolutely. So can you uh, wait for a minute because I got to use the restroom real quick and then I'll come back. All right, I'll be here, buddy.